Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a good friend of mine uh, beaming in from Australia uh, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about meditation. Uh, specifically, you know, what is meditation, why should we do it and are we doing it correctly? <laughs> so my friend is going to help us with that. But before I introduce my special guest, I just want to um, remind you that once the show is over, don't forget to click the link that's below the video so that you can download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So please help me introduce my special guest, Brett Anderson. Hi, Brett. How are you? Hey, Nat. Thanks for having me. Of course, mate. Of course. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking a little bit of strain here, everyone, so I hope you're prepared for it. No worries. <laughs> no worries, mate. No worries. Um, yeah, so uh, like I was saying earlier, we're, we're going to be talking about meditation today. Um, and there's so many different modalities out there, and sometimes it can be really quite confusing. So I know that you're going to help set us straight on all of that. But uh, before we get into our juicy conversation, uh, why don't we start with your background, you know, and how you got into doing this kind of stuff? Yeah, well, uh, my background, I started out in sports and martial arts and trying to understand how the flow state, before we it was called the flow state, would come up. You know, it was sort of just happened randomly to me. And uh, when I was in it, you know, everything turned to gold. It was this sort of magical state where I would surprise myself at what I could do. And then I'd spend a good, you know, weeks or months trying desperately to get back into it again. And so it really fascinated me what was actually going on because I realized that I couldn't actually actively turn it on, you know, uh, with any force or any effort. So I started learning about, you know, spiritual practices and, and uh, the power of the mind and um, ultimately led me into meditation and all sorts of obscure information. So that's where, where I started out. And because it was, that state was, you know, kind of addictive, it was something I wanted to keep doing. Um, it led me on this you know, down all these rabbit holes, and um, and here I am today on the inspiration show with you talking about it. <laughs> well, and that's the thing when we talk about flow. I think that's something that we all want to, you know, be able to connect with. I know I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and she was like, "I need to write this book, and I've got to get this book written." And she goes, um, "But I, I don't know how to do it." And I said, "From what I hear you saying, is that you want to figure out how to catch that flow." Mm. And um, and I'm like, well, for me, I do as I'll sit down and write for an hour every day, and this, that's the time I'm writing. Sometimes stuff happens, sometimes it doesn't, but it's kind of you know trying to get that flow to come through. But that kind of applies to all of our, you know, every part of life. So, how yeah. do you connect with flow? Have you what have you figured out? Well, it's kind of like being a surfer. You know, you just got to be out there often enough, long enough, and uh, you know, catch enough waves and sort of get used to how everything feels and, and works out there and tune into it. I don't know if there's really any secret, you know. Um, I think it's something that you've just got to put the time and energy into. And uh, when we talk about effort, putting in the effort, is getting yourself in alignment with that flow. Because, I mean, everyone who's been in it, when you're in it, it just it's there. It turns on. You don't need to think about it. You're just doing it. It's, uh, it's when it turns itself off, you know, we're scurrying around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to get back into it. Mm. So, you know, that's the way I look at it. Right. And so um, you're saying you were talked about, you know, becoming a frequency, like a match to that. Um, mm. And do you achieve that through meditation? 
Yeah, meditation's obviously a great tool. Um, and I think, uh, you know, it should be something that's, that you use as a tool, not as a vehicle so much to uh, access it. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, when they get into this <clears throat> and they begin meditating, they use it as the means to the end. Um, but for me, it's more like a, a, a space to train the body and the mind into those frequencies and um, a place to tinker and refine. Um, and once you've got that frequency, you know, you don't need to meditate so much. You just need to start living as that frequency. And then all this amazing stuff starts to happen around you. Yeah. Because that's the thing with meditation. I mean, we can listen to guided meditations and that kind of leads our mind in a certain way. But how do you know if you're meditating correctly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a correct way? Am I doing it right? Right. <laughs> Come on, inner peace. What's happening here? Um <laughs> You know, I, I don't think, you know, everyone's like, give me the right tool. What's the right way to do it? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it often enough, long enough? You know, are you doing your meditations every day? Um, you know, I think whatever tool, whatever modality, whatever voice, whatever sort of soundtrack, it doesn't even need to be a guided meditation. You know, you can just listen to your favorite piece of music. Sometimes you can do it without music. You can do it sitting down, lying down, standing up, eyes open, eyes closed. Um, you know, some of the best meditative experience I've, experiences I've had have been really in a really heightened state, like in a very intense, um, active uh, movement, motion. So I think whatever's going to get you to do it and going to point you towards that flow state I mean, that's what you should be doing. It shouldn't really matter, you know, whose meditations or what style of meditation. As long as you're, it's going to get you up and out of bed and doing it, then I think that's the one you should be using. Yeah, for sure. So what are your tricks? Like how do you, what are things that you do to get yourself into that space? Yeah, it's a good question. So um, there's a few tools that I think, you, you know, we can just give away straight away. And, and those are focus, you know, your ability to focus or your focus fitness is really important when it comes to meditation and accessing these states. Uh, relaxation, really learning how to relax because it is a skill. It's not something you just sit there and do nothing. It's something you have to focus on relaxing. Especially when you get into these practices and you get deeper into meditation, um, lots of stuff is going to start to come up for you and it's going to really disturb your energy and you're going to have to reorganize yourself. So being able to relax through those processes and not freak out, um, especially when you get into those more advanced, uh, what we'd call a supernatural state, um, a lot of these things are going to start to challenge your belief systems and your perceptions of the world. So being able to relax through all that and go through that gauntlet and get to the other side where you know everything starts to settle down uh, is a really valuable skill, um, and just bringing that that new energy and balancing it into your life and allowing things to flux and change. Allowing is another thing. I think they're really uh, key important uh, tools that everyone should really invest uh, time practicing while you're practicing your meditation and and your other. Uh, 
spiritual practices. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like you, we, uh, you look at, um, you know, uh, meditation and you think, okay, well, I'm going to sit down and have a little relax, a little sleepy poo, <laughs> which is not really <laughs> what, what we should be doing, right? It, it's really being able to be in a place where we can quiet the mind, which can obviously takes time and it takes practice mm. um, and, and sort of get into that space where we can connect to the unified field or we can connect to the collective consciousness um, uh, and tap into that. Uh, so what are some of the, uh, you know, challenges that you see a lot of people have when it comes to, you know, starting a, a meditation practice? Yeah, I think the main thing that keeps coming up for most people is uh, this unconscious belief of not good enough. You know, I'm not doing it good enough. I'm not doing it often enough. I'm not doing it the right way. Um, and that very thing gets in the way, you know. Um, you know, it's it's like if you were someone who wanted to, to get fit and go to the gym, if you, you know, kept second-guessing yourself every time you picked up a weight or did an exercise, you probably wouldn't even bother turning up after a while. So I think you just need to keep turning up and keep practicing. And, um, you know, if you're doing it long enough, it will reveal its secrets to you, you know. Stickability is another uh, practice another tool, another skill that's really important. If you can just sort of stick with something long enough, eventually the brain, because the brain loves to solve problems, the brain and the body will eventually tune in and it, things will just click into place and then all of a sudden you've got it and it becomes a new habit. And you don't really have to think about doing it. And I think that's where meditation goes from being this chore, this, you know, torture process of I have to sit still and do nothing for an hour, you know, <laughs> just breathe. I got stuff to do, you know. I, You don't know what my life's like. I'm so busy and important. It's like when you can move past all that, you start to really enjoy uh, those that alone time that that time where you're practicing that meditation and so I think that's where we want to get to because once you get into that state if you can do that doing nothing you know seemingly doing nothing sitting down without any stimulation perhaps with your eyes covered even then once you've got that emotion that that frequency locked into your body and your mind it's really easy to take that you know to the supermarket and do your shopping with or while you're driving your car and going to work or, you know, picking up the kids or doing whatever you do, or running your business. And that's what I think is the real value is of meditation is you get to practice these states and then transfer them into your everyday living life. And it's something you want to take into your life, not escape your life from to do, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not a time out. It's, a, it's an integration and embodiment practice more yes. than yeah absolutely embodiment is the word you want to embody that and then take it into your life and start to you know beam that out everywhere you go that's that's the key because then you start interacting with people and they pick up on it and if you're you know that's old saying if you're in love everyone's in love and so you know more people that are doing it the better as far as I'm concerned yeah, absolutely now I know that you work with groups of people mm -hmm. uh, you know, what do you, what do you do in the groups? Yeah, it's a good question. I get asked, like, what is it that you do? And it's sort of like, uh, I guess for me, you know, coming from a martial arts background, we did a lot of training in patterns and systems and techniques and all that sort of stuff. 
And uh, there's a lot of focus on getting those things down in the beginning. But after you click over into uh, a new level, I suppose, everything turns inside out and you sort of know what your tools and your techniques are and your limitations. And you start putting yourself into scenarios where you, um, you're free-flowing and you're allowing all that you know to flow through you. And so when we get into these groups, whether I work with groups or individuals at whatever levels, um, you know, we pick a topic, we, we set a frame of what we're going to work within. And I sort of try and keep everything on track. But when we get in there, we're not really sure where it's going to go. And so we just get into the whole aim is to get into this flow state through particular topics and to create all these inlets and outlets in and out of that state. <clears throat> so when you go into your daily life, you know, you've got more options about getting in there. Right. Because what I've found is that a lot of people are really good at getting into that state in one particular area, like they've mastered it in, in that area. And a lot of people I'm working with are masters in particular fields, but they're really wanting to transfer that mastery out into other areas now. And so that's that's one of the things we practice in these uh, in these sessions. Right. And so who would benefit from, from joining the sessions with you? Um, well, anyone, of course, but generally, I think if you're an absolute beginner and you're not, you know, there's, you're being overwhelmed and inundated with so many options that you're not sure where to begin, um, what I would do is I'll give you a good corridor with which to start, which is going to branch you off into lots of different areas where you can decide for yourself where you want to go. Um, or if you're really at a, at a more advanced level and, you know, you've done everything, you've been everywhere and now you're like, what's next? Um, this is a good place for people like us to gather and to tinker and refine and to explore, you know, that and become an adventurer into that unknown space of what, what's to come uh, beyond. So that's basically the spectrum. Yeah. So what you're really doing is help, helping to guide people to to be able to meditate in a way that, that can be easily uh, integrated into their life. Um, and to see like maybe the blind spots they have and how to use uh, an embodiment technique like this to be able to to raise every single area of their life. Yeah, well, I guess so. But it's it's more about, you know, it's a, we create a space for that, for those sorts of things to happen. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when you get a bunch of masters in the room together, um, it's like a, it's like a really cool jam session. You know, you get all sorts of amazing things start to happen that no one really expects you create that space and that frequency for that higher mind to come through and it's really exciting to to become part of that so cool awesome well Brett, thanks for joining me today and having a little chat um so if people want to connect with you how where can they do that uh so i have a website it's called energeticarts.io I also have a Facebook page. You can uh, reach us at Energetic Arts on Facebook page. If you get there, join the group. And um, from there, from the website, uh, the, we've got a tab there for webinars. Just go into the webinars, go down the page, click on the link, register. It'll take you through the, the process and you'll get your links and we'll see you in the room. Cool. Sounds awesome, darling. Well, thanks again, Brad. It's always awesome chatting to you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nat. It's good to see you again.
awesome. So, guys, uh, I encourage you, please share that video. Share this video. Get the word out there by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons and either click the link below this video or the banner to the side to go directly through to Brett's website so you can find out more. Uh, and after all that is over, don't forget to click the link below that so that you can download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.